I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter and host of the State of California. Well, the California primary campaign is in full swing now, less than seven weeks until the June 7th election. And one of the most hotly contested races on the state ballot is the battle for attorney general, often a stepping stone to the governor's office. The incumbent is Democrat Rob Bonta, who was appointed by Governor Newsom after Attorney General Javier Becerra became President Biden's Secretary of Health and Human Services. And Bonta is running for a full term. And then there are two other major candidates, Sacramento District Attorney Anne-Marie Schubert, an erstwhile Republican who's running as an independent, and Republican attorney and former federal prosecutor Nathan Hockman of Los Angeles. We intend to speak with all of these candidates in the weeks ahead, and today we're joined on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by Nathan Hockman, the leading Republican contender. Thank you so much for being with us. Uh, thank you, Doug. Great to be here. So first of all, why would you be a better attorney general for the state of California uh, than the one we already have, Rob Bonta? Well, I believe that safety and security will be the number one issue. In fact, it's a crossover issue for the 2022 election. Uh, and I know that in a couple of ways. When I've gone up and down the state talking to voters, I ask them one question. Do you feel more safe and more secure today than you have in the past two, four, six or eight years? To a person, the answer has been no. They don't feel more safe and secure today than in the past. And then I ask them who's responsible for this and who can get you out of this mess. The responsibility lies squarely on the foot, the hands, the entire body of Rob Bonta, the attorney general, uh, and all the other prior Democratic attorney generals that preceded him. You know, we, we've dealt with a situation where in 2014, it was one of our safest years in California history to 2022, where we have exploding violent and street crime, homelessness at an all time high. Fentanyl poisonings that are going to kill more people in many, many cities than COVID and runaway human trafficking. All this at the feet of Rob Bonta. And then as far as who's going to get us out of this, he only promises more of the same policies. In fact, he's in complete allegiance with DAs from Los Angeles, George Gaston, and the DA in San Francisco, Chase Boudin, who've enacted some of the most far left criminal policies probably in California history. And so, too, does travel Rob Bonta. Crime, though, I mean, it's mostly a local thing. So how, how does the attorney general in Sacramento bear the blame for what's happening in Oakland, San Francisco, Los Angeles? So the attorney general has a constitutional power that has been rarely even known about or used, was that if he, if he believes that a particular prosecutor in a county representing the people of the state of California is not doing his or her job, the state attorney general can come in and take over the case that is, in, that is being prosecuted improperly. Rob Bonta, of course, in allegiance, in alliance with George Gascon and Chase Boudin, wouldn't dare come into Los Angeles or San Francisco to do it. But if I saw, and as I have seen in many instances, cases that should have been prosecuted much differently, 
where, for instance, you know, we had a recent case in Los Angeles where, where an LAPD uh, officer off duty was gunned down by four gang members. Uh, George Gascon uh, said he was going to follow his blanket policy of not bringing a gang or gun enhancement, though the evidence called for it. And the sheriff of L.A. County, Alex Villanueva, and the police chief of LAPD, brought the case to the feds, the U.S. attorney, instead of George Gascon's DA's office. I told Sheriff Villanueva when he endorsed me that if I was the California attorney general, he could bring that case to his rightful home in the state system because if George Gascon wouldn't prosecute it, I certainly would. But most crimes are never even solved, so they don't even get to the case of, of being presented by the DA because there was never an arrest. How much blame do the police deserve? Should there be some responsibility on the local law enforcement level uh, for what's going on? What we've seen in many communities up and down California is a spiral of lawlessness that has occurred. And that occurs when one person goes into a CVS, steals just under $950, and walks, not runs out because they know they're not going to be arrested. Then you have two people doing it in a Walgreens, 80 people running out of a Nordstrom's. Then you have smash and grab robberies going on up and down the state. And you've got follow home robberies. Uh, in fact, recently the LAPD reported that there's 17 independent gangs operating in Los Angeles doing follow home robberies where they're following people home from bars and restaurants and stores and, and nightclubs and stealing their watches, jewelry. Uh, purses and other property at gunpoint. Uh, so that spiral of lawlessness is going to continue unabated uh, with the current attorney general's policy still being firmly in place. You know, abortion rights are under attack across the country. The Supreme Court may soon return that issue to the states if it overturns Roe v. Wade. Where do you stand on a woman's right to choose? Would you defend California's legal abortion laws if you became uh, attorney general? So what I've said repeatedly when asked this question is that I'm seeking the office of the state attorney general, the top enforcer of laws, not the legislature, not any, I'm not seeking an assembly position, a state senate position, or the governor position. So as part of my oath of office, it would be to enforce the laws on the books of the state of California, and that's what I would intend to do. So if abortion remained legal in California, as we would expect it would, uh, and that were challenged in court, would you defend those laws? If the law is on the books of the state of California, um, I would enforce those laws full stop. Some attorneys general have chosen not to uh, enforce some laws when they disagree with it. For example, Proposition 8, which banned same-sex marriage, was later overturned. Are there any laws that you would refuse to defend because you don't agree with them? Well, again, I, right, right now I would say that there, I mean, I can't foresee that there can't be a law that I would view as unconstitutional uh, or illegally adopted. But as long as a law is constitutional and legally adopted by the state legislature and signed into law by the governor, my job would be to enforce that law. Uh, if, um, you know, if I chose to want to actually legislate, I should run uh, for the state assembly or the state senate. But I don't view myself as the 81st state assemblyman in the position of the California attorney general, nor the 41st state senator, nor the second governor for that matter. I'm choosing a role and a position that is uh, dedicated to enforcing the laws on the books of the state of California. And if I am fortunate enough to get that position, that is what I would do. Do you think that voters have a right to know where you stand on an issue like abortion, given that it's such a hot issue this year? Uh, and how can you win statewide without, without letting them know that? 
I think voters are entitled to know whether or not I would enforce the laws on the, on the books of the state of California. And I will tell each and every voter that I will. It is the job that I am seeking, uh, and it is the oath of office that I would take. All right. Republican attorney, former federal prosecutor Nathan Hockman of Los Angeles, running for attorney general of California. Thank you so much for being with us. Great to be with you. Thank you very much. You can hear the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It's also available on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. You can find me on Twitter at Sovereign Nation. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.